This is episode three of the Guts and Ghouls podcast. I'm Dax. And I'm Brad. And today we're talking about the film Titane. Um, this one is going to be very hard to talk about without spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, so spoiler warning right away. Um, we're just going to go over the entire film and then give kind of our thoughts on it. Um, and right away, I got to say, I absolutely loved this one. Uh, yeah, I actually, this was a, a very refreshing movie to watch. I actually I watched know. this twice in one week. Um, because oh, I oh yeah, I forget you told me that. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, <laughs> and one night I was like, oh, I, I, I want to watch it again. And I like watched it um, right before bed, and I don't know if that's a good idea. Um, Probably not. There's some nightmare fuel in this, for sure. Yeah. Um, so all I knew about this because I purposely wanted to stay in the dark, um, is that it's about a woman that has sex with a car. (laughs) That's all I knew about it, too. (laughs) And that was enough to sell me. Um, Oh, yeah, 100%. I I, I just had heard that this, yeah, there's, like, there's car fucking in it, and Mm -hmm. it's weird as hell. That's all I heard, and I was like, okay, that's enough for me to watch it. And I also heard it was the... Same person who did that movie Raw. Yes. Um, which I think I saw. I don't, I don't really remember, though. I feel like if you saw Raw, you would remember Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Because I, I love Raw. And I this definitely has the same kind of um, like uncomfortable tone to it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a single point in this film where I there's comfort. Oh, yeah. Until maybe like the very end, and we'll get into that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um so the movie starts with this kid um being a real brat in the car and you can tell the dad it is it is her like biological father right that i would assume so that's what that's what i got from it yeah um and he she's like kicking on the seat and like making annoying noises and he's like telling her to stop and he's like turning up like the music because he's annoyed. And then she just decides to unbuckle her seatbelt and like get up. Mm-hmm. And he like turns around to stop her and just goes, spins out of control. And just, you just see him hit the side of like the highway. And you just see like a blood splatter on the, yeah, on the window. window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's just like hard cuts to like open brain surgery. <laughs> yeah. Um, you get lots of shots of screws going in skulls and people moving guts around. Yeah, uh, it's it's very. It reminded me a lot of like The Exorcist when they're doing like all those uh, oh, yeah. like tests and stuff on her. Yeah. And to me, that's like the scariest part of The Exorcist. Oh, uh, all that medical stuff. Yeah, because it's all just like really like like metal, and there's all these like noises. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just very. Uh, discomforting Mm -hmm. um and then so they install a plate in her head uh and like the doctor's all like oh you know watch out for uh you know any like neurological signs like mood swings stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i guess like it's uh the dad's a doctor because she's like oh you would know this stuff um and then when they leave the hospital she just goes and uh kisses the car uh, yeah as like a, a child for some reason 
yeah, she just starts like she's like kind of like uh, petting it, like it's alive. <laughs> and um, it's not explained if she did that before the accident or if it's just after. I would assume I it's would just ass- after. I would assume it's after. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll kind of get once we get into our own theories. I'll I'll kind of get into that. Yeah. Because um, we see that she has like an attraction to metal. Yes. Like a sexual attraction. Very much so. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, they don't they don't really give a time jump, but she's like a full adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably I don't know, like twenty years. Yeah. Jump. And you can tell it's her just because of the she has the same scar on the side of her head. Yeah, and it's like a very specific one. It's like a swirl. It, yeah, it looked really strange. Yeah, um, and I guess she's just like saying it's like a birthmark or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so she is a dancer for like car shows. I've never been to a car show, but like I I vaguely know, like you know how they have like the women advertising the cars. Oh yeah. But she seems more like a like a dancer, like because like she has like fans. Mm-hmm. Yes, people know her. She's pretty famous. Based on what yeah, and there's like other girls too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so she like just gets up on this car and is just like writhing around, uh, and all these dudes are just watching. Yeah, it starts out as like a pretty normal kind of like sexy dance, and then it quickly yeah. becomes her just dry humping the hood of the car. <laughs> yeah, and all these dudes are just loving. They're like taking pictures and they're like waiting for her to like get an autograph and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I I really like that. There's like this long like tracking shot of her going through like the whole show oh yeah and you see like all the other dancers and cars and like one guy i think like tries to touch a girl and like security throws him Mm -hmm. out and then i love like uh like it's all like sexy and stuff like she's like like, dancing and getting really into it and people are like cheering and then it just again like hard cuts to like all of them in the shower and it's like the exact opposite of sexy (laughs) yeah it's very clinical. It's just kind of like showing you exactly what hap- what would it would look like if a bunch of girls were in the shower. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like not like you know like the horror movies where it's like oh a bunch of like girls and it's like uh all steamy and stuff. No, it's just like they're just like in the shower <laughs> and they have to keep like hitting the button for the water to come yeah. out. Uh and then she drops the soap and gets when she's picking it up, she gets her hair caught in the nipple ring of another girl oh yeah yeah the same girl that um we saw in that op- for opening tracking shot that was like oh don't touch me like some guy was trying to trying yeah to her or whatever so that's like another famous dancer i guess yeah people seem to know know all of them yeah so she rips out the hair <laughs> and i mean i i don't have boobs but that made me like flinch Oh God, yeah. There's another scene later we'll talk about that. Maybe oh like yeah, cringe too. Yeah, that might actually for me was like one of the hardest parts to watch. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, so she's like leaving, and there's like a bunch of dudes waiting outside, like asking for autographs, and she's like going to her car, and a dude's following her, and she thinks like he's got some like bad intentions, so she starts running, and he starts running after her. Mm-hmm. And she gets to her car, and it turns out he just wanted an autograph, and he was, like, a fan. Um, <laughs> which is very creepy. 
It is, and it gets for him creepier as the scene progresses. Dead sprinting, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, I love you. And she's like, what? Like, it seems like, like she's almost, like, used to this. Like, she's more annoyed by it. Yeah, it's she just goes along with it. Because the guy, she's trying to, like, roll up her window, and the guy puts his hand and, like, stops the window from rolling up. And is like, yeah. oh, could you give me a kiss? He's, like, being, like, a a weirdo creep but she's just kind of like rolling with it like because he you assume that he has the power in the situation but yeah and then soon he does not because yeah. he gets <laughs> uh she takes i i've been trying to figure out what it was even the second time watching it, it looks like a chopstick but i couldn't I, tell if it was sharp or not i think because of what a, something a character says later is i think it's supposed to be a knitting needle i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah so she has like a knitting needle that like keeps her hair up mm-hmm. and she just takes it out and just rams it into his ear. Yeah. And he's, and it's like really brutal. Cause he's like falls and he's like slumped over and like shaking. And like, he's like, pu- like foaming, like, like puke is coming out and it's like falling onto her. Yeah. Yeah. That um, was disturbing. It's, it's it, not even particularly bloody. It's just like, no, you just, he just starts like seizing up and foam is like coming out of his mouth. And it's like, goes on for a while and it's like really like oh that's oh that's disturbing yeah it's very similar like texas chainsaw the first kill when leatherface smacks that guy and he's just kind of like flopping on the ground and like foaming yeah that's what i was thinking of too call back Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh yeah and like i did not expect her to be a killer in this because that was clearly not her first time killing yeah, she seems she, she knew what exactly what to do with him. It seemed like yeah, and when she <clears throat> like got out of the car, she almost felt felt like annoyed that she has to like clean up the body now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she like noticed like the puke on her, so she's like, "Oh, great!" So she like goes back inside to shower. Uh, and that's when someone starts banging on the door, <laughs> and she's kind of like scared by it. And it's yeah. like this really tense moment, and she goes to the door. She opens it up, and it's no one, but there's that car. Yeah, that car and that she was writhing on earlier. I don't know about cars. I don't know like if that's like what kind of car that is, but it's like got it's like pretty decked out. It's got like flame paint, like decals on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were into having sex with cars, that would be the car to have sex with. That, that's, that's all the I'm car. saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and she fucks it. <laughs> and a shot uh, that made me laugh out loud. It's, just, it's literally just a, a static shot of her getting into the car. You're outside of it. The headlights turn on. Yeah. And then all you see is it's just shaking. <laughs> yeah. It's like the car's alive. Yeah. At least the car's from our perspective. And it's like got the hydraulics. So it's like bouncing as she's like bouncing inside of it. Mm-hmm. And she has like straps. I think it's like the seatbelts. Yeah, the seatbelts are have her like um her are her legs spread and her arms like mm-hmm. restrained back so she can't do anything. But she seems to be enjoying it. I yeah, it was it was consensual. I think um, so, yeah. As as far as car sex goes. <laughs> I I was trying to just I was more just trying to figure out how it worked. Um like what went into where. Yeah, that's that's what I was wondering. Is she putting like the like the throttle, the parking brake up in her or what? You know? It's hard yeah. to tell. Um, I don't think we're supposed to think too, <laughs> too deeply yeah. into that. <laughs> no, we're not. 
<laughs> it's just funny to think about what she's actually doing. Yeah, and like uh when the car like and it's like bouncing and it's like once it gets to like the highest bounce, I guess that's it like it finished. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, Man, that was some good stuff. <laughs> she was really <laughs> she was really pooped by the end of it. Oh yeah, she was yeah, that's some good sex. <laughs> <laughs> and then um so she wakes up at home and she noticed that she has oil coming out of her like panties. Oh yeah, I forgot about that scene. Yeah, um and she was like has like a stomach ache. Mhm. And uh she's just like chilling in the living room like making breakfast and she's like watching the news and they're talking about how there's like a serial killer on the loose and it's safe to assume that they're like talking about her. Yeah, I I, uh, I assumed that as well. And she didn't seem too bothered. No, she's it. just like, she oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Funny. And, like, the dad comes down, it's, like, really tense as they're, like, eating breakfast. Like, he's, like, making a proper breakfast, and she's just grabbing, like, a bunch of snacks and putting them on a plate. <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh, my stomach hurts. And the mom's like, have your dad examine it. And she's like, no, I'll. So there's like a lot of tension between her and the dad. You never really know what's up. Yeah. Between them. I think we can assume that he's just never liked her based on that opening because he's pretty like mean to her um when uh, and that car crash opening right before the crash. Yeah. Cuz he like she's just doing things a little kid would do. She's like humming along with the engine of the car like mm -hmm. that kind of harmless stuff and like he's kind of being an asshole in terms of the music. It's like yeah. Just from that, I think you can you can assume a lot about the relationship and how like at least the dad feels about her as a daughter. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um and then we get to the part um which I've seen a lot of like I watch a lot of fucked up movies. Um <laughs> and this was surprisingly one that really made me squirm was she's they're out like on a beach making out with that girl with the nipple piercings. Mm -hmm. And she starts kissing the nipple piercings. Yeah. Real passionately. Yeah, and you're like, okay. And then she starts using her teeth. And she's using a lot of teeth. <laughs> and she starts like, and they're showing it. She's like pulling on it. Yeah, it, it looked like it, they really did that to the girl. Like that did not look like a fake yeah. boob or anything. So it's like, oh my God, it looks super painful. And and the girl's like, by, she's like not having it. Yeah. And she, and she's like grinding on that thing, like like with her teeth, and it's ugh. <laughs> she's she's um, pulling that nipple like it's laffy taffy, you know. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she got a good two <laughs> inches above the skin with that thing. It's like oh yeah. my god, by the piercing. Um, and the girl, the good, the girl pushes her off. She's like, "What the fuck?" Um, and Alexa, yeah, her name's the. Uh, our main character is Alexa. Yeah, Alexia, um, is it? Alexia, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, I'm, you know, I'm sorry." And the girl's like, "Oh, it's okay." You know, <laughs> I guess she was just like, "Oh, maybe she just got really into it." But it's clear then that like she is like really into metal. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh, it's concerningly so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which, so by the way, go... I don't think we mentioned, but she gets a metal plate in her head. Um, yeah. 
and with that surgery, which I think is yeah, it's a titanium plate. Yeah. Hence the name Titan. I'm assuming right. that's where that comes from. Yeah, I would think uh, so. And then they go back to the girls' like mansion. I don't understand what that place was. Oh yeah, it's like a weird place of just people lay around and have sex with each other. <laughs> it seems know. like one of those like uh, you know, like those like influencer houses where like all those like, yeah, you know, it's like a bunch of like people like that. Probably all dancers like in the industry live. Um, I, that's safe to assume, I think. And <clears throat> I guess her, the stomach issues she's been having are concerning enough where she got a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. So, and it turns out she's pregnant. And she's like, I don't want that. So this is another scene that made me squirm a lot. Oh, where God, she yeah. takes her needle and just rams it up there. <laughs> And stirs it around, trying to give herself like an abortion. Right. Uh, but it's not blood coming out; it's like oil. Yeah, it's weird. She like, yeah, she wipes her the knitting needle off on a cloth, and you just see black, like it's the black oil we saw earlier. And it's funny because that reminds me of like you know when you have to like check your oil and you put in like that stick and pull it out and you like wipe it. <laughs> I was it thinking ex- this exact. Same it looked thing. exactly like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, and the thing that is interesting about this scene is that that you don't actually see anything. You see her mm-hmm. like put like put it up there like off off out of yeah. frame, but it's all done through sound, and it, the sound yeah. design in that is really well done, and it really makes you squirm and like uh, yeah, because she's like put like she's really put like it's like something's resisting her, and there's a part where oh, she's yeah. like it's like a crack, like she gets it in. Um, and then the girl like knocks she's like are you okay like her her girlfriend i guess Mm -hmm. and then she's like yeah i'll I'll be out in a minute so she cleans up and they're just like hanging on the couch and alexia is just like i'm gonna kill her now (laughs) yeah they're like making out on the couch or something yeah it's like it's like really sudden she's just like bam stabs her in the cheek and then she starts to freak out yeah I assume she was going for, like, the ear again or yeah. something, but she, like, missed. And it, like, goes, like, it's, like, in her cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just And she's, there. like, she's, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's eventually able to kill her. Mm-hmm. She gets her with it. And right as that happens, she's, like, ooh, like, ex- like, exhausted. And then some dude comes down the stairs. Yeah, in this house they're in. Yeah, so she grabs like the fire poker, uh, and just he's like, "What the hell?" and like whacks him with it, and he falls, <laughs> and they're struggling. And this, I actually really, this is where the movie is oddly funny. Yeah. And I realize, okay, I'm supposed to laugh because <laughs> she takes like a bar stool, and like is putting it over his head, and is able to get one of the legs into his mouth. Yeah, and she's like putting her full weight on it, and he's she's he's like pushing up, and eventually you just hear that crack, <laughs> and she just like pushes in, <laughs> and then it like we we pan out, and you just see the leg like in his mouth, mm-hmm. and he's just dead, and there's like blood coming out of it, and she's like so tired, she just sits on the stool. Yeah, I love that. I was laughing so hard at that part. I was like, God, I love this movie already. <laughs> yeah, this is when I knew that I was going to love this movie was at that kill. 
And then right after that happens, a girl from upstairs comes down. She's like, what's going on? And then sees the body. So she runs (laughs) and Alexia chases after her and the girl's able to get herself in a bathroom uh, and lock the door. Mm -hmm. And then behind Alexa is another dude. (laughs) And he's just like, is everything okay? And then Alexia's like rolls her eyes. She's like, I'm so tired. She's like, how many of you guys are there? And he's like listing off off everyone. (laughs) And he seemed so nice. He seemed like so chill. I know, right? He was just like, he had no idea what was going on. He's just like, and I love he was like possible. He was like naked and just like covering up his junk. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, do you want to like sleep on my bed or something? Like he didn't (laughs) understand. And then she stabs him with that uh, poker, the fireplace poker. It seems like she like gets him in the gut. You don't really see. No, yeah, you don't really see it. <clears throat> and that's when the girl runs out of the bathroom, and they tumble down the stairs together, her and Alexa. Mm-hmm. And the girl is able to free herself. She like smashes Alexa's head into the wall. Yeah. Uh, and then she rough. gets away. And Alexia's like, shit. She got away. Um, so she just packs up and leaves. Like, yeah, because she's—I guess she assumes that she'll go to the police, which she does. Yeah. Presumably. So she starts hitchhiking. Uh, is able to get like a ride to like a bus station or a train station or something, and she sees that there's a wanted like sign for her. Mm-hmm. Um. And she's, like, trying to hide from the cops. And she sees... And this is where the movie, for me, turns. This is where I feel like it completely changes genres. Um, I mean, it's still, like, a body horror movie, but it, it changes kind of what I thought the movie was going to be about. Yeah, definitely. This is the most unexpected part of the movie for me. Yeah, she for sees sure. a, like... Uh, missing like child poster like have you seen me but it was from like what i want to say like 15 years ago so they have like a sketch of what they believe the child would look like Mm -hmm. so she goes into the bathroom shaves her head uh like takes off like the makeup and everything you know and like basically like binds herself so she gets like bandaged to like cover up like her boobs and her belly Mm-hmm. So she looks more like a boy. And the, another hard part to watch is she breaks her own nose. Oh, yeah. And she's like, though, for me, though, it's like she's trying to figure out the best way to do it. <laughs> like she starts like punching and she's like, that's not going to do it. So she like, what's it? She like sl- basically smashes her head into like the sink. Yeah, she like she spends a little bit lining up her nose perfectly to like break mm-hmm. it with the porcelain of the sink and she just slams her head into the fucking sink (laughs) yeah so she breaks it and at this point she looks like someone completely different yeah she she looks like a a dude with the shave with the cut hair and that nose especially it's it's she looks unrecognizable Mm -hmm. and then so i guess she goes to the police and says like hey i'm this boy so the dad comes, and we don't really get much backstory um, to the dad of mm-hmm. this lost boy. Um, but it's safe to say he's probably not the best father. 
because he doesn't recognize his like own kid. And he well, here's the th- here's the thing. I, I I have a different interpretation. Okay. Of, of it, I I I I mean, we'll get maybe I'll describe this later after we get through the whole movie. <clears throat> okay. Um. Yeah. I I yeah. So he and he even has a line though. Where the cops like, do you need to see him? And he's like, what? You don't think I'm not gonna, I'm gonna recognize my own kid? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he takes Alexia, and they're just like driving together, and it seems like Alexia's still just in like fight or flight mode, like she doesn't know what to make of the situation. Mm-hmm. So she's constantly just trying to leave. Like there's one point she like jumps out of the car, and the guy like hits the brake and chases after her, and he eventually catches her. And he like grabs her and he's like, if anyone hurts you, I'll fucking kill them and stuff like that. (laughs) And she's like, what the fuck is going on? I don't think she realized what she was getting into. (laughs) No, yeah, this guy, he's a little nuts, but he he means really well. Yeah, he really does. I I quite liked his character. No, I I did, too. I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure how to feel about him because he is very (laughs) aggressive. Yes, but uh, weirdly aggressive. They, he takes her back, and he's a firefighter. Uh, and he's like, change, you know, like, get out, don't sleep in those clothes. But she doesn't want to show that she's a woman. Mm-hmm. So it's all, like, awkward, and then he finally leaves her alone to change. But he takes everything from her, including the little needle. Uh, oh, yeah. And at this point, like, he's just kind of, like, they just kind of accept each other. Um, like, he's like, you're gonna be a firefighter, I'm gonna, like, make you the, the, I guess the son he never really had. Yeah, uh, that's what I guess. And, and I guess, I guess she's just kind of going along with it, just because it's better than, you know, being on the lamb, right? Yeah. Possibly getting recognized on the street, like, she can stay with this guy for a while and lay low, you know. At this yeah. point, that's kind of her motivation. The only problem is that she's getting a little belly. Uh, and it's it's not looking healthy (laughs) and she's constantly like they kind of show like every day like her like getting ready in the morning and and when she's binding herself it just sounds so painful like her tucking in her stomach oh god yeah and like like pushing it in you hear her like going like Mm -hmm. uh which uh, is is true to life because i i don't know if you've heard but uh of like like trans people in general, when they have to um, bind like that, like if you're going like um, from female to male, like they'll kind of yeah. bind their breasts mm-hmm. down. And if you don't bind it cor- uh, correctly, like she was doing, it it can really like mess you up. Like, oh, and you I'm can sure. see throughout the movie, like there's like these horrible marks, red marks from the binding across her chest and everything, and mm-hmm. it it looks brutal. It looks super painful. Yeah. Um, so pretty much at this point, the dad, like, gets her, like, he, like, officially, like, shaves her head, cleans her up, Mm -hmm. uh, gives her a new, you know, his, her new uniform, introduces her to the gang, the firefighter crew, which there's one guy who doesn't really like her. No, yeah, Uh, the guy. He seems like he's trying to be kind of, he's kind of like a suck up, like, he wants to be the, the, the chief's kid, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like a really 
intimate scene where I think it's after like their first day together. They're like eating dinner, and she's still like really kind of like squirmy, like kind of she's always waiting for her exit, you know, like waiting for the perfect yeah. moment. And she's she hasn't uh, talked to anyone. Oh yeah, at this that's point. another thing. She hasn't said a single thing. Yeah, she's just, uh, just and and the dad just kind of believes because of like whatever trauma happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, she like tries to leave again, and he's just like, no, wait, and he just starts dancing, <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> so she turns around and they start dancing together and she's still kind of awkward and then the dancing slowly turns into fighting like physical fighting yeah <laughs> um and eventually she gets on top and just starts wailing on him mm-hmm. and he just gives her the keys and he's like fine if you want to go go <laughs> so she goes i think it's important to note the two that like the the punches that she was landing on him weren't like punches you would land on somebody no. to actually knock them out she was like, yeah, they were. She was hitting yeah, him in like, the shoulder, like kind of like how you would you would do if you were like play fighting with like your sibling or something like that. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like you could tell yeah. her heart her heart isn't really into in into hurting this guy. Right. Yeah, they have a kind of they form a very interesting relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, it's it's unsure whether he believes that this is his son or not. Yeah, I was gonna um, say I I I think I fully think that he knew it wasn't his son from the very beginning. Yeah. Right. Like I agree. Yeah. Um yeah, so she ends up going like she goes on the bus um has a change of heart as these like guys were sexually harassing some girl. She's like I'm just I don't know. I don't want to deal with this. She just gets off. <laughs> yeah. And decides to go back and she goes back right at the time the dad is ODing. Um, cause he's taking like some kind of steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, and she like basically saves him yeah. from killing himself. Uh, and I think that's really when their connection forms. Like she realizes like, okay, I'm safe with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, he yes. realizes that like she is there to stay basically at that moment. So that's, a, they yeah. kind of all, they kind of both go all in on each other right then because mm-hmm. uh he's definitely a lonely dude living in like a two-bedroom apartment and, like his son's room like hasn't been touched since he's gone missing right yeah like all his toys and stuff are still there mm-hmm. yeah that was a nice touch uh so yeah i mean most of this movie is pretty much them forming kind of like that father-son connection yeah uh, while she's going through this horrendous body change, because <laughs> um, her stomach is like growing and growing. Yeah, it continually grows and starts like tearing as it yeah. gets bigger, and like mm. underneath her skin, you see like metal or something. Yeah, because there's really a part weird. where she's scratching, and eventually she pierces the skin. Yeah, and like Ugh. makes this huge snag, and you can see like the the chrome in the tear. And the blood is like motor oil. <laughs> yeah, that was a that scene made me cringe when she opened up her own stomach. I was like, oh, and the sound design again is stellar. Like you get yeah all the grossness you need to out of the sound. <laughs> no, yeah, honestly, you could just like close your eyes and just like picture everything that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And then eventually the dad invites the mom over. And the mom realizes right away that that's not her son. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets like a one-on-one time with Alexia when Alexia's like uh she's like changing out her binding. I think that's actually when she's picking at herself. I think so, yeah. She I think and she the, had just like opened that wound up. Yeah. And the mom walks in and she's like, Oh, like you poor thing. And she basically tells her, like, hey, like, I'm not gonna rat you out, but like you're in a real fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that was mostly the mom just seeing, like, obviously her pregnant, and she knows she's probably very desperate. Yeah. she. It's, like, it's weird. She's, like, she's just something, like, I don't know who you are or why you're here. Yeah. But mm-hmm. please, like, treat him well, stuff like that. Yeah. So it it's, it's a very, like, sweet scene, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah, it starts really aggressive. Like, she's angry, and then she's, like, okay, just, like, maybe you're good for him. Yeah. Yeah, just exactly. don't do anything to fuck it up. <laughs> Please take care of him. Yeah. And then um the there's one part that I feel like is very important where at at this point that other firefighter we talked about, the kind of like the kiss kiss ass one, um, realized like he saw on his phone a picture of Alexa, like for the wanted picture. Mm-hmm. And he's put the two together. And he's, like, talked to the chief about it, and the chief's like, never talk about my son. You don't talk about him. You're not allowed to talk about him. Mm-hmm. And stuff. And they're out um, fighting, like, a forest fire, it looked like. Yeah. And they're retrieving, like, flammable, like, the they go to this trailer, I assume, to get out, like, the propane tank so it doesn't blow up mm-hmm. and cause another fire. And the chief intentionally gives this kid the propane that's yeah that's what i i got from that as well it seemed like he did it on purpose yeah and then boom blows <laughs> up uh so i think that was maybe him like protecting not only um alexia but maybe his own lie because i don't think he really wants to believe that that's not his son yeah, yeah, I think he would. I when I interpreted from it, he de- he definitely just wants to keep believing that Alexia is his son, no matter what. Yeah, like he knows it's not good for him, but he's fine with it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and at this point, like uh, Alexia's not doing good, like health wise. <laughs> uh, I have no idea how she was able to tuck in that stomach, because at this point, it's like. I don't know, maybe like seven, eight months into pregnancy. Oof, yeah. She she has a huge like baby bump. And it's like point. tearing, it's starting to tear like all over. And she's got like all these like bruises and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, probably from the binding. Yeah. Um and this is the point where there's she like just gets out of the shower and she's checking on it, and the dad walks in. And he's she's able to cover up. And he's like, no, like, show me. And he, like, undid the towel, and he just sees her, like, full naked body. And, he and like, it's, like, kind of nice, because I don't think he realized she was, like, a woman. Mm-hmm. And he, like, covers her up really quickly. Like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to, like, see you naked, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then he basically just tells her, like, hey, um, 
you know, I know you're not my son, but I still love you like my son, basically, mm-hmm. is what he said. And I think that's when they kind of had the mutual, like, understanding of, like, okay, we're both, like, comfortable with each other. We both like each other. Uh, let's just keep this weird father-not-son relationship going. <laughs> yeah, and you you definitely get the sense that um, Alexia is, like, all in on it, too. Like, based on yeah. how she's acting and, like, her facial expressions, like, you can tell she has genuine affection for right. this guy. Like, Which is something we haven't seen in her at all. No, yeah, never. And and this is something I want to talk about. Um, because a very common thing, like almost all serial killers, like these the big ones, um, have had head trauma as children. Oh, uh, because okay. there's a part of your brain, I don't remember which side or where it is exactly, but that is the part of the brain that understands emotion. So, like, empathy, sympathy, uh, understanding that other people have emotions. Um, mm-hmm. So when that gets a little fucked, uh, that's when serial killers kind of start forming. Um, and it's clear she definitely has these, like, sociopathic qualities. The fact that she is able to, without remorse, pretend to be someone's lost child <laughs> is, like, super selfish yeah and very (laughs) dangerous um so i definitely think um when she got into that car accident that might have been like a trigger for the person her personality basically i i interpreted it um that way as well because yeah you don't she never makes a genuine connection with any human being yeah the entire movie other than that the dad yeah she um she has more emotional connection to those cars than uh, any person. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but this this actually might be my favorite scene of the movie, where um all the firefighters uh are just they're partying. Mm-hmm. They have some like crazy like techno going, and they're like doing like a mosh pit, and they're like shoving everyone. It's like super violent, and these two guys like pick up Alexia. Mm-hmm. and they take her to like put her on top of a fire truck and they're like all chanting for her but they're saying like adrian because that's like the name she's been going by and they're like chanting they're like adrian 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 and they the, for some reason though they put on a really slow song <laughs> yeah and she doesn't know what to do so she just kind of goes back into like her dancer mode mm-hmm and does like a really slow dance and everyone's kind of like quiets down and they're like um what's going on because it's and then it gets real sexual (laughs) like she's like shaking her hips and she's like putting her hands like around like her groin area and like rubbing around and everyone's getting real uncomfortable (laughs) and the dad comes in at this time and sees what's going on. And he's the only one that knows like she's actually a female. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to deal with this. And he just kind of leaves. <laughs> yeah. And then like once he leaves, she realizes like, oh shit, like I kind of like fucked up. And everyone's just like really awkward. <laughs> uh, and then after the party, 
she stays behind because she wants to get a little bit of that uh, fire truck action. Oh, how can you not? You know? Uh, so she's in there, just like before, um, just riding it. Oh, uh, And then it's baby time. <laughs> uh, the, the whole movie, I'm just like, I want to see that baby. I just want to see that baby. <laughs> I'm glad uh, they showed it to us. Um, yes. At the so end. she's still in like the firehouse and she's like really having the kid like she's like on the floor in pain. So she's able to like make her way to like where the dad's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and also at this is min- going on while the dad is attempting to kill himself. He like spit up alcohol on him and like lit a fire on his chest. Oh yeah, I almost forgot Which, about that. Horrible way to go. There's more efficient ways to do that, but Dude, yeah. yeah, that was. Rough. You know, maybe he's a firefighter. She's like, hey, it's got to be fitting. I don't know. <laughs> um, and he's able to like put himself out, and then she comes in, and like rests her head on his chest, and she says like the first time she's like talked to him a little bit before, but this is the first time she's like actually like by her choosing spoke and she just says like i love you dad Mm -hmm. and he's like i love you too and then she starts like kissing him and then she really starts kissing him um not like a child father kiss no (laughs) and he's uncomfortable he's confused and he pushes her off and that's when he realized that she is like about to pop yeah she's like moaning. and she's got like she's in pain yeah she's like moaning she pukes up a full thing of motor oil. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and then he's like, okay, like, we're going to do this. Yeah. So he contemplates he t- um, leaving her for a while. And then, yeah. and then he decides to stay and help her get through this. And he's, uh, she's like, push, push. And as she's pushing, she her, like, stomach is tearing. And you can see it's like a big metal ball, basically. Yeah yeah and the the scar from where like her titanium plane is starts tearing as well and it goes down like her entire body oh yeah and it looked like her flesh was sort turning into metal as well that it yeah i got that from it too it looked like that and she gives birth to the kid and you hear it crying uh and then i think all she says is like is it all right Mm mm-hmm and then she goes under and stops breathing. And the dad tries to, like, resuscitate her, and he realizes she's gone. Uh, and he takes the baby, and he just kind of, like, wraps it up. And he's, like, cuddling with it. And uh, you can see it. It's got, like, a metal spine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you briefly see the side of its head, too. And it yeah. looks like it has the the metal plate in the same place that she had it surgically mm-hmm. implanted from that, that car crash from earlier. Yeah. As well. So it's like this car human hybrid. Uh, and then that's how it ends. Yeah. The dad just is looking up at the ceiling and he's like, he looks happy. It looks like he mm-hmm. wants to take care of it. And yeah, you know, it's kind of a bittersweet and, ending. And that's the origin story for lightning McQueen. this is the start of the cars universe yeah this is the start of the cars universe the gritty 
uh, Cars prequel we didn't know we did. <laughs> From that baby this... just comes out and goes, Kerchow! <laughs> See, in-universe from this point on, like the the there's an apocalyptic human event where all oxygen leaves like the atmosphere yeah and so only cars can exist now or car people so that yeah. that's why there's no humans in 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 the cars movies as we see later in this franchise <laughs> uh, so um let's kind of go back and talk about some stuff because there's a lot to unpack in yeah this movie. definitely um what, what what were you gonna say about the dad? Um, I I think I got it out eventually earlier. Was okay. it was just that um, I I definitely think from the very beginning, like even before he even sees Alexia, just so yeah. that that when they tell him that they found someone who says it's your son, like before they even uh, like open the blind so that they, he can see whoever it is, I think you you could kind of read it from his. And like a expression on his face that like he he knows that this isn't going to be his son yeah but like mm-hmm. he's he's going to accept whoever it is you know right no matter what yeah i i agree i think he's just so desperate mm-hmm. um i think he's still like suffering from grief uh yeah and we're, we're not really sure what happened to the kid this is one thing i wanted to bring up as well because um yeah. There's one scene that um that happens earlier in the movie. He's on a he's in they're in some house. Oh no, it's a it's a training exercise. Yeah, it's like a simulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's in there, and then he they open like a a cabinet while all this fire is around them, and then he sees like a a burnt child inside, yeah. but that only he can see because his firefighter buddy doesn't see what he's seeing so i was like is that supposed to are we supposed to get like pull from that that his actual son died in like a fire or something like that? i'm guessing so and then maybe he had like so much guilt that he didn't save him that he lied and said like i don't know where he went or something like that yeah like he he just he can't deal with the fact that he wasn't able to save him and like that he's dead and you know that makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of what I took from it. Because the way the mom is talking, she's not talking like like the kid went missing. Right, yeah. Like when she's talking to Alexis, she's talking like the kid like died. Yeah, because like, she's like, how grief. can you live here with his things still here mm-hmm. and just go on with your life and stuff right. like that? Yeah. So that, that I thought that was all really interesting. Overall, like uh, I think a huge plus of this movie is the the stuff like that. Like yeah. I love being shown in in film in general, just kind of being shown things only visually, mm-hmm. and not like not being told through like exposition, like right. what's going on, like kind of where you have to figure things out for yourself. And yeah. like the, there was a lot of that in this movie, just because the acting is like so good. Yeah, like, you can. You can read everything you need to know from these people's faces. You do not need right. a whole ton of exposition. I mean, like, after know? the first act, Alexia doesn't even talk. Exactly. And you, and you can tell, like, what she's thinking majority of the time just from, like, the way she's looking and, like, reacting to certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know who that actress is, but she was really, really good. Yeah. 
Um, and what I liked, I think, the most about this was how, like, cold and just fucked up, like, the beginning of this movie is. Uh, mm. And it's, like, very distant, very cold. But by the end, it's, like, very heartwarming. Yeah. Uh, and it ends with, like, a lot of love, which I did not think I would see. I thought this was just going to be some weird, like, serial killer uh, movie or something. And then it's just... It's a very heartfelt story about, like, loss and grief and acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I think a, a big theme of this that I picked up on is, like, gender fluidity with Alexa and mm-hmm. the dad. Because there's another scene where she goes into... I don't know if she, she pulled a dress out of the closet in the kids' room. I'm not sure if that was, like, the mother's. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure who's that Or, was. no, I think it was might have been the kids, because there was, like, a picture. And she, like, puts it on, and the dad comes in, and she thinks she's, like, doing something bad. Mm-hmm. And he, like, catches her, and he's, like, he, like, laughs. And he's, like, oh, like, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's another thing that Alexia was maybe looking for that she didn't get in her father was someone to look at her uh without labels or without like expectations of what she should be Mm -hmm. because towards the end the dad really stops caring about like her becoming like a firefighter and a man and all that oh yeah yeah so for me i felt that was like a big theme throughout at least Mm -hmm. what alexia was going through absolutely yeah i i I definitely feel like she she's like it from the movie you you really get that she's kind of been deprived of like love especially from a parental figure Mm -hmm. like especially her dad like for her whole life yeah so i i feel like she's like she may not know that she's looking for that but she's definitely looking for that emotionally and she she gets it in this this guy that she ends up um getting stuck in a situation with you know yeah and i think that's really it they're both like stuck in this really shitty situation mm-hmm. um and they're both able to find something really good out of it mm-hmm. uh but remember she is a serial killer so she, she's not good <laughs> she's not a good person by any means no yeah she kills a lot of people at the beginning she kills a lot of people for no reason <laughs> literally no uh, reason <laughs> <laughs> but I think that goes to show how powerful, though, the connection is between her and this guy. The fact that he can make a serial killer love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that shows, like, I guess how, like, the emotions they went through. Mm-hmm. Um, The big thing that I want to talk about is because I am a huge body horror fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Cronenberg. And I, have you seen Videodrome? No, I have heard about it. I've seen clips from it, but I've I've yet to see it. Videodrome is my favorite Cronenberg. And I got that a lot from this movie as far as like her transformation goes. Okay. And I I in context to to this film, I I believe it's kind of like um females in cars are very similar they're depicted very similar like in that beginning scene um and i think society really cares um about appearances Mm -hmm. you know 
guys, you know, they want the the best car. They want the nicest car. Mm. They modify it, you know. Mm -hmm. They do all their stuff to it to fine-tune it to make it, like, the best just so they can simply say they have the best car, like, ownership of. Mm -hmm. Um, I think very similar to how a lot of men view women, especially, I mean, just by society standards. Um, you know, and, and women feel the need to also like change their bodies to appeal this fantasy. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think that her transformation with this baby is, is almost like combining those two into the next step of evolution as in Videodrome, they call it the new flesh. Okay. Uh, this idea of the body altering to what society needs it to be that's interesting so that's what i got from this mm -hmm. is she is kind of a product of this uh society's need of like possession of ownership of like the best coolest thing uh, that, and... that makes a lot of sense because mm -hmm. yeah women I... are like through that whole like that um one shot thing at the beginning with all the um with that car show it's like yeah. very much like women are like very tied to the cars in that scene yeah they are like, like on them yeah and the guys you can't tell if they're looking at the cars or they're looking at the girls mm -hmm. exactly that's interesting i like that interpretation i didn't really think of it like that before yeah, because uh, that's a very similar to what Videodrome's about, but Videodrome's more like uh, violence and like the media and like the content you consume and stuff like that, where that kind mm -hmm. of alters uh, the body. That's really uh, interesting. So that's what I kind of pulled. I got like a lot of vibes as far as like the body horror goes, mm -hmm. uh, except instead of taking it in a much more pessimistic perspective, I feel like this one kind of does the opposite um maybe not so much in the sense of society but more on a personal level of she was able to even though she's dealing with like her flesh conforming to what society wants it to be or what you know the male gaze wants it to be or whatever she was still mm -hmm. able to find comfort in another person being able to see her without labels um, yeah 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 so it definitely, I mean, it's still bleak. Mm -hmm. It's still a bleak subject, but <laughs> a bit, a bit more nice. Definitely, yeah. Especially and... for a movie where we saw um, a woman almost bite another woman's nipple off and murder four people. <laughs> it had a nice ending. <laughs> it really did. No, I, I, I definitely thought that this was going to be a very cynical movie going into it. Mm -hmm. Um just based on what i've heard about it and like the kind of movie i thought it was yeah um before seeing it but yeah it definitely it it has a really nice balance of kind of the the darkness of humanity but also kind of showing like how great humanity can be like on yeah like on a personal level like you said yeah between those two and like kind of the um almost beautiful relationship that they like uh have with each other that kind of benefits both of them in the end yeah, yeah, and they're two deeply disturbed people, and they're still <laughs> able to find comfort. Right. Yeah. Within each other, mm -hmm. even I mean, after a lot of hurdles, but they're still able to do it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what makes this movie um really really interesting. I Yeah, I, this um I, yeah, sorry. Yeah. The one film that I was kind of thinking of during this like it like kind of it comparable to the tone of it of like how it kind of takes like something like so absurd. Yeah. Like like I mean, a woman having sex with cars like getting impregnated by a car. That's a super mm-hmm. absurd idea, obviously. Yeah. And but then it it takes it and it kind of grounds it and it makes it turns into something emotional that you don't expect, right? And uh, one movie I was thinking of, which I think you've seen, is Under the Skin. Yes, yeah. Which that is like it's 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 pretty similar because, I mean, it, it, Under the Skin. Spoiler alert: the Scott Johansson plays an alien woman who goes around murdering people and like kind of consuming them, um, but through her journey of doing that, she kind of um learns about people turns about the worst of humanity but also some of the the best stuff about it how like beautiful humanity can be um yeah and like that that movie really reminded me of this one and the way it was written and executed like that balance of the light and the dark and also something really super absurd that is somehow grounded in this world and like gets an emotional response out of you yeah yeah, I totally agree. And yeah. um, they both have metal skin under their skin. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, no, Under the Skin, yeah. is it's an amazing movie. Everyone should watch that movie if you can stop it. Oh, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. They are very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just like movies that do insane shit like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like it's so hard to like explain this movie to someone without like spoiling it. So all you gotta tell them is, woman fucks a car and gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yet it's just not that. It's like so much more than that. Yeah, that that's basically the setup of it. Is just, which is why I like. I thought that that was gonna be like the climax of the movie for some reason going into yeah. it. The way people were talking about it online, I mean, where they're like, oh, a woman, she has sex with a car. And it's like, oh, okay, I can kind of picture this movie in my head. But all of that setup stuff, like, she gets, you know she's pregnant, and she fucks a car in, like, the first 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, it's real quick. Yeah, and beyond that, it's, like, this, like, really touching story. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so, in conclusion, I think we both really liked this. <laughs> oh yeah yeah i would say i i probably love this movie i have to watch I, it yeah but more but i i, I, I love it. definitely watch it uh with everything we talked about um because i got a lot out of it the second time because the first time you're kind of watching it you're just like what the fuck is going on <laughs> like you're just trying to comprehend everything yeah and then when you're when you're watching it the second time you definitely get a lot more of those like emotional undertones and you pick up on a, like a lot of uh more nuances I'll have to watch it a second time. I feel like I'll get um, more out of it, even more than I did the first time. And it's definitely not... I feel like there's a lot of shock factor in this movie. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know if that's intentional. I feel like it has to be. Because, um, like, I watch, like, a lot of fucked up movies. And I, I have a really <laughs> big tolerance to, like, gore and, like, you know, like, really, like, stress-inducing scenes in movies. Mm-hmm. And this one actually, like, there were parts that genuinely made me squirm. And I know a movie did good when it makes me squirm. 
And I know that too. If a movie makes you squirm based on everything I know you've seen, everything I've seen you've seen, if if you're squirming during a movie, it's it must be well done <laughs> in <Yeah>. some way. <laughs> yeah. Uh um so yeah, and I guess I'll give my thoughts on it as well. I mean, like yeah, I I I quite I quite loved it. It's it's definitely something you should try watching. Um mm-hmm. you just have to know going into it there is kind of like a lot of shock moments and some pretty disturbing stuff, but it's well worth it. It's very different in today's film landscape and it's like very yeah. interesting to watch, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really like a genreless film. It is, yeah. It starts I, out like a horror film, yeah. but it kind of it turns yeah. into like a drama almost. Yeah, and then right back into a horror maybe at like the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So overall, um, I think we we recommend this highly. Yes, um, absolutely. We both love it. It's great. I think if you're a horror fan or not, I would say mm-hmm. I think there's a lot out of it for everybody. Um, yeah, and just for sheer originality. Exactly. I think it's really worth it. Because there's really not a lot of movies that take a concept like this and just go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it sounds I, like I, a, an exploitation premise. <laughs> yeah, like or some of. kind of B movie. Right. <laughs> like if this was some like movie made in like like seventies, it'd be like, oh, a woman like fucks the car and she's gotta protect it, so she's like killing all these people so they don't find out about her secret car lover or something like that um yeah so titan we both loved it uh and i think that uh concludes everything yeah i'm good with that all right awesome well thank you for listening and we'll see you next episode